Welcome to Mix Basement, everybody. This is Scott Jones. Uh, Victor Lucas is not here this week. He's actually traveling on the road. He's in New York City taking in all the sights. He's caught between the moon and New York City, I believe, is what's happening to Vic out there. Uh, but so what we thought we'd do is uh, I'm going to sit here and do the podcast by myself. And then later I'm going to take Vic's mom to a matinee of Argo. So we got, we got a lot. We got a whole lot planned for today. Let's take a few calls right off the top here. Uh, caller, you're on with uh, Vic and Scott, only Vic's not here. Hey, hey it's Vic. Vic. It's me. Is Yo, it, hi. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. how you doing? They have lots of phones here in New York, so oh. I decided to call. Wow. Oh, I, man. How did you do the intro? Let me hear how you did the intro. They're going to fix basement, everybody. No, that's, that's awful. Hey, no, listen. you got to work on that. Is it okay if I Welcome take... Welcome to my basement, everybody. Oh, that's good. That's good. How's See, that? I can learn from the master. Is it okay if I take your mom to a matinee of Argo later? Yeah, please do. Okay, she, she doesn't get out enough. She's she always wants, making flapjack. Well, she wants to see all the Oscar contenders before the big show. Yeah. And then, uh, is it okay well, if I come over and watch the Oscars with her? Yeah, absolutely. You should take her to go see Lincoln. I know that's one of your favorites. Okay, I'm not taking her to see. She's got to see. You got to take her to see Lincoln. Listen. <laughs> so you uh, were actually at this huge event in New York City, the Sony reveal, the PlayStation Four, um, yeah. and, and you're very good with words. Like you can paint pictures with words, like nobody I know. <laughs> can you? Um, <laughs> Can you can you set the scene for us? Can you what was the vibe last night? Because I was following you on Twitter and I was watching all the things you were saying and I, I was you know I, I sort of you know one once removed through the uh, window of the internet I sort of got a feeling. But what was it really like to be there? You were waited in line in this cold line. It was uh, it was time. It was it, it, we were expectant. We were uh, you know a, a crowd sort of beside ourselves mm -hmm. with anticipation and excitement for a reveal of merit, you mm -hmm. know, uh, to be wanted to be surprised. And I think Sony did a pretty good job at surprising us. It was an intimate, it was, it was an intimate room. It was smaller than, you know, when they have those giant, uh, arenas, uh, where right. for the E3 sort of, uh, console reveals that we've seen so many times in the past. And mm -hmm. this was out of character. This was bizarre. Um, and it was a smaller room with lots of le levels of um, uh, balconies where people were all sort of stacked on top of each other looking down at the stage. Now, this was a music venue, like, right? This is like the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Yeah, you yeah. probably know it because yeah, yeah, I living here. But yeah, it, I'd never been in there before, and it was a beautiful room. And it was cool. Uh, you know, Sony decked it out with that elegant wraparound screen, and they showed off uh, all the, the crazy new viz. But I, I liked you know what I really liked about it? And it's not, it's only upon reflection. It wasn't stuff that I could immediately comment on, but it was really cool for Sony to bring up David Perry and Mark Cerny uh, and to kind of lay into its dependence on developers, you know, and there was lots of videos mm -hmm. of developers. There were lots of developers up on stage and it was, uh, it was a real acknowledgement that this was not just about a product to sell. This was about, artisans and craftspeople being able to create their arts and like that you, obviously sony has a business selling this art and there's a you know a desire on their behalf to kind of repeat their past successes 
sure, that's really easy to read. But what was also really evident was that they're listening to their teams, they're listening to the developers that they work with in a third party capacity, and they want to make it simple for people to build very cool things and to share very cool things on their new platform. And I, I was really impressed. I wasn't maybe as shocked or blown away by the visuals of the games that they had on display there that I was when I first saw early PS3 or early Xbox 360 but stuff. But did you really expect to be? I, I, you know, I think I had sort of tapered my expectations a little bit from all the buzz and all the, the leaks and the rumors and all that stuff. So I wasn't expecting to be, but it would have been nice. And that, that was the one thing that I think this event kind of missed the boat on was that one game reveal, you know, deep down looks really fucking impressive from, from uh, Capcom. That looked really cool. I really got a sense that I was in a dungeon, like a Peter Jackson dungeon. It looks like a knockoff of Dark Souls or something like that, but it just the, the lighting and the shading and the, and the facial animations so eerie and, and, you know, realistic and cool. I got a sense that I was in that dungeon. I really liked that. And then there was, uh, you know, art from um, uh, Quantic Dream. They showed this old guy and, and they had just amazing lighting, amazing skin textures on the character. And it was just an image of the face. I think David Cage had done something like that earlier with the PS3, but it was like a totally different, it was a, absolutely a, a level above. Uh, but it wasn't a game. So, like, in terms of game content, what we saw was Cerny's game, the uh, Knack, uh, which looked a little Cameo-esque to me. didn't look, um, you know, it, relative to Cameo launching with the, with the 360, it kind of felt like that. It, it's a cartoony action adventure with some interesting technology, some particle stuff that looks pretty cool, but it didn't blow me away. And Killzone, as slick and sexy as that game looks, it it just looks like the next kill zone with uh, you know more JJ Abrams gloss on it. It didn't really take my breath away. And you know, I actually I don't really care that the graphics didn't take my breath away. What I did like is that Sony wants to make it easy for us to get into these games. They want to get make it easy for us to try these games. Um, you know, we're going to have the access to the back catalog through uh, Gaikai streaming, the remote play. The, uh, the user interface, the adherence to trying to have a friends list that's made up of, of your real friends and their real names. Um, and, uh, you know, the new controller looks pretty damn slick as well. I, 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 you know, I came away impressed. I thought it was a great conference. And obviously I want to know more. And I was expecting maybe we would get a release date or a price or that it was gonna, they were going to announce that it was coming out earlier than the holidays. So none of that surprised me. But what did surprise me was its uh, button-down um, adherence to trying to make something that was going to appeal to developers and to uh, ease of use, the gaming consumer. And I think they're taking a page from you know Microsoft with Xbox 360. They made that console incredibly easy for people to make games on. And they're also taking a page from Apple. They're trying to make things... Um, effortless to jump into and and to understand and to use. And I think those are fantastic moves for Sony. Have they announced anything on what, uh, if anyone is ever going to figure out how to use the cell processor properly? They, well, they're dumping the cell processor. What Cerny got up there and said is that they're going with, uh, you know, 21-year-old x86 PC architecture, uh, which makes it incredibly easy to code for. 
And the backwards compatibility response with the cell processor, because that's what the three, that's what the 360 and PS3 are all about, are these siloed processors. Uh, they're all going to be Gaikai'd, you know. So you're oh, be able I, to. I was kind of joking about that. I didn't think there were any cell processors in the new one. I was just, I was trying to make a joke, and it, it totally didn't work about how the PS3 cell processor. Nobody really ever figured out how to use it properly, even at the late no, stages here. You know, seven years into the life cycle of the PlayStation 3. Uh, developers are still scratching their heads, and the PS3 version of every game, even, I mean, look at DMC Devil May Cry, is the worst version. There's always slowdown, there's always hiccups, there's always loading oh, screens, and so it does sound like that they have, uh, they paved over some of the road, I guess, would be a metaphor well, I mean, that you can use. Sony, and Sony has spent so much time apologizing for this stuff and answering for it. I'm, th I'm sure they're just sick of it because they're good game makers and they invest in cool shit, you know, and uh, I think that that's what this is about, you know, and by having, it, it was such a smart move to have Cerny up there because he's been behind the scenes as a, uh, you know, this very or, prolific puppeteer, like orchestrating these grand interactive uh, diversions for a long time and being a part of really, really big titles for PlayStation. Uh, but he hasn't really taken that center stage, that front and center. And it, it kind of, brought me back to the Phil Harrison days of, of the PlayStation 2, uh, um, you know, confidence that there was somebody there that spoke the developer's language, you know, purely. And, and certainly Ken Kudaragi had that, but he was such a dreamer and such a, uh, right. a guy that just wanted to build, like, it's like he wanted to build robots out of game consoles, you know? Like, right. he wanted to build a friend out of his machine, not just a game machine, but some, like... Somebody, something, some sentient being that yeah. would sit, sit up and start walking away with them or something Ken, like Ken that. seemed a little lonely, right? <laughs> listen, listen, but, so I got to ask you more importantly, uh, where did you eat yeah. beforehand? Oh, uh, we ate at a, at a uh, kosher deli, <laughs> and so it was not good for me. I don't eat meat, so it was nothing but meat and yeah. Uh, yeah. and bread. Corned beef. And so, Who were yeah, you with now? That's, that's the other question I had for you. Who was I with? Who, yeah, I hang who out was with? your posse when you were in New York? I was hanging out with Steve. I saw Ben Silverman a little bit, Steve Tilly. Um, got what? to hang out with Jay Acevedo from Ubisoft a little bit. What about Kanye? And, uh, uh, Kanye was there. We were uh, we were rolling with, um, what's the drink that he drinks? Uh, Blitz, Blitzers? Yeah, Cavassier, yeah. Cavassier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You guys say you're like Cavassier I, I with Kanye? I can't the Kanye joke if I don't All know right. what fucking drink he drinks. Yeah. It's one of those... It's one of those uh, champagnes. Yeah. It's a champagne. It's a champagne with Kanye. So you saw Silverman and you saw Tilly and uh, you guys took in this incredible event. There's a lot of information. You know, I'm, I'm trying to watch this thing online and I got to be honest with you, I couldn't get through the whole thing. I was sitting in my kitchen. You know, I had the cats all over me. And I was eating my soup and I was watching it and I kept kind of going in and out. But I didn't ever really feel like I was missing anything. And, and I guess that's the big takeaway for me. And I kept thinking about this is. Yeah. You know, thinking about all, all the years of Sony press conferences we both attended at E3s and things like that. And and for some reason, and I hear what you're saying, and there are a lot of positives here for sure and a lot of wins for Sony, but they have this way of presenting their stuff in the most unfun, you know, just they sap the fun from the room. And I think part of it is it was two times, it was twice as long as it needed to be. Like, I think you get in there, you, you know, you got 45 minutes, you give people what they need. And you get the fuck out of their way, right? You don't keep I, them I, there I, for two hours. I don't know, man, because you know what they're trying to tell. It it was a very calculated 
uh, collection of people that were there. I mean, Andy and, and Reiner from Game Informer were there. Uh, Jeff Gertzman from uh, Giant Bomb, Adam Sessler, Jeff Keeley. Like, everybody that is name really, yeah, like super into the enthusiast coverage of this stuff was there. And I think what they were really focusing this conference on was that we got you guys. You know, we care about the developers you love. And we care about making games for you guys that have been covering this stuff forever and the, and the, the fans out there that haven't given up on console games. Now, I think what they are, are going to have to do with the next reveal of stuff at E3 is showcase how it's going to be more of a challenge to the threats of the iOS platform or the Android platform. Um, Ouya even, you know, like these really super inexpensive, accessible, diver- you know, uh, in- interactive experiences that are out there, Sony's going to have to have a reason, some really strong reasons why it's not even worth us spending uh, our nickels and dimes on that stuff. And it's, it's better for us to save it for the horsepower of the PS4 and all the stuff that it's going to have to do. And frankly, also, they're going to have to have some answers for whatever Microsoft is cooking up. But I think what they wanted to achieve with this event last night uh, or the, the PS4 reveal event was was pretty much achieved. I, you know, it's, it certainly has us all having a conversation about the value of console gaming experiences and the you know the idea of Sony's established business models persevering. Um, and these are really important discussions in this industry right now. I mean, people have got to start really kind of you know, laying out the storytelling around why console games matter and what's different this time. And uh, just the first shot was fired so far. But I you think, know? To, you and know, just the next round of information, which will likely be at GDC and then E3, is, is I think, going to tell the tale of uh, how successful these things are this holiday season. But I think you're also dealing with a crop of hardcore consumers who, per- who purchase. Yeah, I'm, I'm back again. Yeah, I thought I put you to sleep. No, no, I, I did doze okay. off here and there, uh, <laughs> but I'm okay. But I think you, even from three thousand miles away, I can make you fall asleep. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I wish you'd just call me before I, I mean, when I get into bed at night and just start talking. I can about do that. PS4 to me. Can you I hear me? You about the PS4. <laughs> I would like, I would like to tell you about the specs on the PS4. Just lie back and relax. <laughs> so, I think you're also dealing with a group of hardcore consumers who purchased the PS3, myself included, who, yeah. uh, you know, it was a Blu-ray player, most importantly, and it also yeah. played games. Uh, but I don't really know, in retrospect, why I would need the PS4 just yet, because, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, I, I don't, I don't have that sort of, there's not that feature that's sort of going to tip me, it's going to be a saturation point for, you know, it's going to be enough of a reason to prompt me to go buy this thing. Now, before you left in, for New York, you and I had a little conversation and you said, I think that Sony is going to be smart and they're going to, they've learned a lot of things from their mistakes and they, they, they're going to borrow a lot from Apple and what they've done. And of course, what Apple historically does is they do these, you know, short, quick and dirty press conferences. This is what yeah. this thing does. And it's awesome. And you can get it tomorrow. And they did yeah. not do that. In fact, they're still operating. And this makes me worry that Sony is still out of touch with how the world works now. They're still acting like a company from 10 years ago in the industry. You can't talk about this thing 
and not tangibly show us your shit. You can't do that anymore. I don't. Think, I agree. I, I think I, that's a mistake. I agree. Uh, I don't think. Look, I don't it's think it's no not fun to speculate about price points anymore. It's not fun. It's not just fucking tell us what it is when it comes out. Let us move on with our lives. They have so many sort of other deciding factors that are going to come into that equation, though, right now. They need, they need to know what Microsoft is coming with. You know, that's that's their their big challenge. So whether they've got, you know, trying to get insider information on all that stuff or whatever. But I agree. I think that uh, this is this is how you escalate this this war for people's attention is you you come right back at Apple and you say, we can play this game too. Now, the, the, the challenge that PlayStation has, and you know I talked about this with journalists prior to the event, uh, because you know I, I was speculating that they were going to do something really cool and crazy, and they were going to reveal something and have it ready for us a lot sooner than it turns out they're going to be able to. Uh, but what was coming back to me from from uh, you know other skeptical people is that there the supply chain is really tricky to kind of nail down, and there would have been leaks like crazy. I mean, we saw, already saw the con- the uh, controller that leaked uh, a week before the the event did uh, happen, but we would have seen everything if the machine was ready. We, like it would have all. But why keep it, it under a blanket leaked. at this point? Why not lift the blanket? Who cares? We need to move on. Technology moves at an incredibly fast pace now. We don't, we don't have our NESs for 15 I years. I think it was a successful conference for the story that they had to tell. And I think that, it, it, you know, the way that the video game business works, it was successful. But I agree. It is time for the games industry uh, to take the challenge of, you know, Samsung and Apple, who seem to be able to announce a product and get it out to shelves within a month. Uh, they have to take that head on and they have to say, we... You know, we are deservant of your attention and your time and your dollars, and uh, uh, we are relevant, man. Like, we are uh, an entertainment force, and don't forget about us. And I, I think what happens is, yeah, there's a lot of hype and expectation for this stuff over the uh, the next six or seven or eight months before this thing gets released, but there also is a lot of uh, people sort of hesitating as well, you know, and people sort of, you know, kind of second thinking or you know, having second thoughts about uh, spending the dough or, or looking at all the pluses and minuses in a, in a different way, you know, well, look especially what now, especially with all of these other choices that everybody's got. I mean, look at the Wii U, you know, we were, we were talking about that. Yeah. That's not even that old. It's a couple of months old. It's all we talked about for a few weeks. And then look how old and outdated all of that looks now, you know, and and it's already sort of in our dust. And, and look at all the mistakes Nintendo made. How could Sony not learn from, from those mistakes? Because... We saw them, you know, sort of lift the veil and give us the panty flash of the Wii U, you know, so long ago. And then, and then, you know, it, it, it took forever for the thing finally to come out. It took forever for us to, you know, Nintendo had such a mixed message about the whole thing. I mean, maybe that's what happens here is this thing isn't fully formed yet. And what it is, is it's sort of they have, they, it's mostly done, but they're still tweaking it. I mean, we saw that with the PS3. We remember the Batarang controller. Remember all the yeah. features that they were including. You know, remember well, they were showing Star, Starhawk, and they were showing how you could use the controller to control everything, and they included that after they saw what Nintendo did. So everybody's playing this kind of game of chicken where they're all like, well, I, would, I don't want to put everything, I don't want to announce everything yet because we don't really know what everything is yet. And they, they are, maybe yeah. they are just waiting for Microsoft to sort of tip their hand a little bit and decide what they need after that. But... It's like just boldly step up and hang your balls out. Let the wind blow on them. Like, like do something well, bold you know here. That's, that's what Nintendo did. 
Uh, but I think they've just sort announced too, the, the Wii U concept way too soon. I think they, they're recognizing that now. It, you know, it basically killed people's interest in buying Wii products. And, you know, by the time the thing finally hit the market, people were starting to wonder about the new PlayStation and the new Xbox coming out. And, you know, I, I think the industry needs to, to change, but what we're talking about is a total system overhaul. And, and there isn't really, you know, it, with the way that this hardware gets manufactured, that same kind of, um, uh, you, you know, lording over every single detail that you'll see at a company like Apple, you know, like they are just... I, they just scrutinize every single facet of their their product uh, like crazy before they announce it to anything, and they and then they they bring it out. I mean, it, making these consoles is such a collaborative thing, which was expressed, uh, you know, over and over again in the in the event. They are just putting it together because they're getting developers, and and there it doesn't exist without the game software being ready for it, and so it's. It's kind of they kind of need everything all at once. Whereas, you know, Apple releases a product and it's like, well, at, at the very least, it's going to have the phone and our apps on it, so it's going to work. And if we sell enough of these, the uh, uh, the app uh, market is going to keep growing and growing, which it absolutely did, and it took off like crazy. I still feel but like the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. The, but the video game side, they have to kind of they have to get every they have to get all of their ducks in a row, like. First party, third party, they have to have like a lineup of titles ready, finish the hardware, launch the hardware, and it all has to come out in one giant value package. And, and now I think with uh, the Vita launch and the Wii U launch, I think anything less than 30 titles at launch is going to start to feel like a bit of a failure. So that's a tr tremendous amount of pressure and a tremendous amount of orchestration that goes well beyond just getting hardware finished. And I, I mean, I think... Part, you know, I, 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 the other side of this, and I think Nintendo is playing in this world too with, with their um, online, uh, with, you know, with all of the, the me stuff, the me universe that they've created there. And, uh, you know, certainly with the new networking that PlayStation is, is building, these do feel like bridge machines that are getting us ready for the digital versions of what these machines will be down the road. And and uh, more equitable equitable to um, what Apple is providing, you know, with ecosystems that are, uh, you know, a little more calculated and orchestrated to to, you know, you, you buy these things and it's not about shipping a whole bunch of extra content at the same time. It's that stuff's available in online uh, stores that have been built up over time, and I think that's what we're probably going to see out of future iterations of the PlayStation Four and of of the Wii U, and certainly with the next generation in four or five years from now one of the big and, it, oh, go ahead. and who knows maybe these generations are going to be shorter from now on i mean maybe one of the lessons that these guys have learned is that uh six years seven years is just too long well, fuck man we're it's still february and and sony yesterday said that their machine's not coming out until december that that's almost a year from now and it feels so far away doesn't it? i know and it seems ridiculous so it, do, it doesn't i don't know you know part of the problem i think is they try to make these machines do everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching this thing last night or 
mostly watching it. And, you know, and it's just like it has all this social interaction. You can get online. You can share videos and screenshots. Bullshit. I don't care about any of that. It's, you know, all of this. You can watch ESPN through your PlayStation. Like, bullshit. I yeah, don't care about a, any of that. There's a whole Who generation a of gamers that do. That's all they do. Just put out like, a, I know. I get it. I understand. But I, I think trying to coordinate all of these different components. I mean, if you look back at something like the Super Nintendo, all it did was play games. And that's all I want my fucking console to do. I got a number of other machines that will show me ESPN and that will allow me to, you know, send videos to people. I don't need my fucking PS4 to do it. And I think they're, I think we're just, we're creating this, this sort of red tape around ourselves, building these machines that just do more and more and more. When really, we just seem to get further and further away from true game innovation. And I'm looking at all the games from yesterday. I'm looking at this press conference. There's not one game that I want to play in the bunch. There's not one game that I, I can't wait to get my hands on. There's not one moment like there was at the Microsoft press conference when they showed me Fight Night Round 3 for the first time. Holy shit, my toupee blew off. There was no toupee blow off last night. And that's a problem. Or the most epic of the press conferences when they had the Beatles and Steven Spielberg and Tony Hawk and, and uh, Ethel Merman, I think, up on stage for so the Xbox. Dry last night. Ethel Merman, yeah, everybody was up. You got a chance to get up there for a while. They had clowns <laughs> and they had mimes. Cirque du Soleil fucking no, I, came in. That, it was jobs. an intimate thing. This was, this was about the developers. This was about saying over and over emphatically that we are trying to make this uh, easy to get your stuff working on our console and get it out to, uh, to the audience out there. And technically, technically, uh, technically Jesus, it, w it looked great. I mean, it, it really did. It looked really yeah, impressive what, what on the big screen. What was the blow-away title, though? Which one, which, what game do you want from that bunch? Jonathan, Deep down. John Blows? No. Jonathan Blows was a breath of fresh air. It was fantastic, but that was not a an awe-inspiring moment what do you at need all. To have from it's that group? Uh, deep down is the thing that really impressed me. That was the one that like, I was impressed by the tech from Media Molecule and from um, uh, Quantic Dream. That stuff looked awesome, but in terms of like wanting to pick up a controller and start playing that experience, the Capcom Deep Down game looked awesome. That looks so fun. You know, I felt and I know kill. And Killzone's going to be fun, too. Oh, my God. It looks like the most generic shooter ever made. Looks like they just, <laughs> they just put a quarter in the machine, the generic shooter I'm machine down the hall. I'm a fan of Killzone. Here I comes think another Killzone game. Just point your fucking <laughs> rifle and blow shit up. It can, there's, there's fun to be had. It's going to be fun, man. So, so you, you survived, my friend. I can't even believe that this moment has come and gone. We've been talking about the PlayStation 4 for weeks now. We knew this event was on the calendar. I just I wish I could have been there to... Uh, actually, in retrospect, I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot of fun to be with everybody and I, just to feel the excitement in the air and to... It was a moment. It, you it know, was that a was, moment. It was a moment, man. That was the fourth PlayStation launch I've been a part of in, in uh, North oh, America. How it's, fucking old are you? Uh, I'm, I just turned 28, so it's uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm holding on. Uh, tonight, when the sun goes down, do you go to your balcony yeah, in your 20, hotel and just fly years down old again. and suck the blood from, the, from regular people <laughs> so you can stay young forever? <laughs> Holy shit, how have you survived four PlayStation launches? PlayStation uh, 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4. Holy shit. But it... But it was cool. It was really cool. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, the most monumental. I think you know the PlayStation Three reveal with Killzone One kind of you know which was all pre-rendered. I'm sure there was lots of pre-rendered stuff that we saw last night as well. But uh, it was still 
freaking cool. You know and what? we're ready, man. We but need these new the machines. Thing. Listen to me. I want to say one thing, and I know you want to get going because you you got other shit you got to take care of, and you're going to come back sooner, and I got to get your mom to the Argo matinee. But, okay. you know, every, every I feel like there have only been a handful of moments in, in my gaming life when something has happened that has really captivated me, that has made me believe in magic. And, uh, and I know this turned out to be a fraud, but I keep thinking of the... Um, of the moment from uh, from the Microsoft press conference for the 360 with Milo and Peter Molyneux and like that yeah. was a moment even though it didn't pan out that's what I was kind of hoping for last night when this press conference happened uh, was for this kind of moment where I just I wondered again I wondered about the possibility of these things and having you know I understand that there's there's benefits to having you know downloading games and starting to play them right away and things like that but where's my fucking moment of wonder what do, where's well, where, where's where can my imagine where can we go with our imaginations with this I, I shit? Know. I don't I know. see it. I know. I see Killzone. I, feel, I see things. I've seen. I see experiences I've had already. Yeah, I, I mean, want, I really wish they'd ended with an Uncharted Four reveal or a sure Batman, a new Arkham reveal. That would have been amazing, yeah. or something totally brand new. Um, but I, I still came away really positive and really pumped for You're this thing. Positive. You know, I, I, I you. feel like it's going to be an. I, I, th I feel like this is going to be a really fantastic console. I think this is going to be a great machine. I think that the the tools are in the hands of developers. Uh, I think Sony is going to fight really hard to make this a success for for them and for us. You know, I really get that sense. I I didn't come away feeling uh, skeptical about it. I feel. I, I feel excited. I really genuinely do. I think this is going to be a great machine. So this was not an event about the the games per se. This is about the new uh, direction for Sony. And it's leading to, you know, some really big changes maybe past this console, but it's it's sort of setting things up for, I mean, I, I, I talked to Yush, um, um, Shu Yoshida, who's the worldwide studio head there for Sony, about stuff and I you know really what's becoming clear is that the future console and the future delivery mechanism for video games is not a machine it's not a piece of hardware it's the internet and it, and the fastest internet delivery system that we can get so that there's more server-side assistance or server-side delivery of uh, this game content that's where everybody is going not just Sony but Microsoft and Nintendo as well All right. and it's it, it's not it's not owning the hardware it's owning the network it's owning the the uh you know the login basically and then you'll be able to play things that are just going to be devastatingly beautiful it's not going to be about having the, the the best graphics card in the future so but still what i can tell from what happened yesterday is it's two things that i really have such a strong dislike for it was hype marketing hype and it was tech, and those are the two things I could care less about in this business. I, I need to see the games. It's got to prove whatever this whatever this thing can do. I got to see something special here, and I don't see it yet. Maybe at E three. Yeah. Maybe at E three they'll, they'll give oh, us another. Oh, for sure at E three. We'll see. I mean that, that. I mean that's 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 what they were setting up. Is that look? We've already got something to show you. Yeah, like Apple every other do time, this. Apple doesn't do this shit. This horse shit. Like, well, here's a little bit now, and here's here's a little more well, in four months. Uh, because Apple owns every single, almost every single one of its supply chains. Every single one of the little pieces that gets made, and the stuff that it doesn't own, 
leak details about the the back of the the next I, iPad mini or something like that. But Apple has such tight constraints on how they build stuff. They can change things within a week or two of them being on store shelves. Sony doesn't have that. They they don't have the entire infrastructure. I mean, they they don't they don't own the, all of the chipsets and all of the the uh, the the uh, the graphic card, like all of the technology around their machine, they they have partners, and would, it takes time for them to manufacture all of that. Stuff. And that's the way every video game company is running right now. Yeah, but would you agree with the statement that what we saw yesterday was a very conservative press conference from Sony? Would you would you agree with that or no? Um, in some way, in terms of games, I would, but in terms of philosophy and in terms of uh, UI uh, kind of recognition and, and a recognition of uh, really how they let us down with the PlayStation 3, I thought it was pretty aggressive, you know? And I, I also thought that the accessibility and the, uh, the intimacy of, of having it a, a meeting as opposed to a, you know, their conference reveal, it did feel like a bit more of a conversation than it normally does, you know, and it felt more genuine, you know, it felt more um, like an honest kind of like, this is what we want to do, guys, and we want you along for the ride with us. And, and we have a lot of history and a lot of things that you should you should uh, uh, respect. And um, hopefully you trust us enough to handle this thing properly. And Frankly, I came away feeling that. I felt like, uh, yeah, I trust that this is going to be a kick-ass machine. And I, you know, now I fully expect that Microsoft's going to have some similar kinds of statements with the, the next Xbox. Yeah. I think that they're going to have to be very developer-friendly, that they're not going to go overreach on the, uh, on the hardware. They're, they're going to make something that's going to be accessible. Um, and uh, we're going to see, you know, stuff that's kind of similarly spec'd. So I, it, it, you know... It's so hard with these these conferences too to even get a sense of what these games are beyond the headshots and the explosions, you know? It looks like that's it's, all they are though is headshots and explosions. Yeah, but like that I mean that, that seems to be like the go-to way you set up one of these gaming things. And I I can remember though that the ones from Sony and Microsoft like I remember seeing just flashes of Limbo and flashes of Patapon and thinking, holy shit, that's cool. I've never seen anything like that before. And we need more of that at the press conferences. You know, so hopefully, hopefully E3 is going to be like that. I just don't see enough innovation from Sony. I just don't. I haven't really. I feel like now in retrospect, even looking back at successful consoles like the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 1, yeah, everything has just been so concerned. It's like, oh, we, we, we have motion control too. Oh, we have a move controller too. It's like they're always playing catch up. I need to see them leading a little bit more this mm. I, I i i don't see it though i just i still see this as a very conservative move on their part i would like to have seen something crazy yesterday something mind-blowing some, you know, something yeah. nuts we knew david perry was coming i mean it felt like every beat of this this procession was so predictable you could see it coming and there it all was there there was everything you know the only thing that was surprising was what they didn't show me was which was the console itself yeah so I was I'm I'm more than a little let down, but but again, it doesn't take much to disappoint me. <laughs> Listen, I got some good news for you. What's that? Aliens Colonial Marines is sitting on your desk at work. 
Oh my God! Yeah, so we're gonna is, we're gonna review that. Is that, that. Good news? Yeah, okay. We're, we're gonna we're, we're doing a second. I feel opinion. like it might be misunderstood. You and I have to have to take the shrink wrap off and take a closer look at that. So you got that to look you forward to. You are the champion of the underdog, my friend. I don't know. Don't you feel like you all you might discover something cool that maybe everybody else missed? Yeah, I absolutely want to try it. Yeah, absolutely. I, want to try it. Might be I don't want to just go on everybody on everybody's hearsay out there. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 psyched to sit down and try that for sure. You want me to put and, your mom on? Yeah, can you get her on? Mom! <laughs> She's fucking running the vacuum. Yeah. She's always busy. She's always doing something. <laughs> hey, thanks for handling the basement for me, man. Yeah, I got the basement uh, nailed Make down sure here. Make sure you tidy up. Make sure you throw shit around. I right? was going to take a few more calls, but uh, you took up the whole time today. I, I did. I started talking. You got, me, you got me talking about the PlayStation 4. Can I look at your hustlers? Yeah, go ahead. Stitcher! <laughs> yeah, you can listen to this podcast on Stitcher. You can you can subscribe to it on iTunes. And, of course, you can listen to VicsBasement.com. Thanks for having me on, Scott Jones. Yes, Victor Lucas. You know you're always welcome in your own basement. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. Bye, thanks, buddy. Bud. Have a good trip. Bye. Bye. Bye.